0: The heavenly Jerusalem is a vision of glory. The second reading is from the book of Revelation, the 21st chapter. Then came one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues and spoke, spoke to me saying, come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down from heaven from God having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and on the gates the names of the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel were inscribed. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls, each of the gates made of a single pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it, and its gates will never be shut by day and there will be no night there. They will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written on the Lamb's Book of Life. This is the word of the Lord.
1: From 1977 to 1983, Lou Holtz was the coach of the Arkansas Football Razorbacks. I, see how many of you remember Lou Holtz? See a lot of people remember Lou Holtz. You know that's over thirty-five years ago that Lou Holtz came to Arkansas. It's over thirty-five years ago uh, when uh, soon after Lou Holtz got to Arkansas, one of his fellow coaches asked him, "Lou, is Fayetteville, Arkansas, the end of the world?" Well, they asked that because. Uh, at that time, people didn't know much about Arkansas. For a lot of folks, it was the end of the world. I remember when, when I said that we're, to the people up in Iowa that we were moving down to Arkansas. They said, Arkansas? Arkansas? Oh, yeah, that's what they said, Arkansas. You're going to Arkansas? They said, there's nothing down there but hillbillies and moonshiners. Arkansas. And so, yeah, they asked Lou Holtz, Lou, is, is Fayetteville, Arkansas the end of the world? And swift-witted Lou Holtz said, no, Fayetteville, Arkansas is not the end of the world. But you can see it from there. <laughs> Last week I told you about Red Wailert. Red Wailert was a member of our church in Arkansas, in, in Iowa, and Red had a, had a cancer that attacked his immune system. And he was hospitalized in Iowa City, in Iowa. And while he was in the hospital, he was seeing visions. He was seeing visions of heaven. And when I went to visit him, his family was very embarrassed that that Red was, was seeing visions. And they said, well, don't tell anybody. What will they think of us? And what will they think of him that he's seeing visions? And when I went in to see Red... He could see heaven. He was so excited that he could see heaven. Now, he wasn't there, but from his hospital room in Iowa City, he could see it from Iowa City. We live in Bella Vista, and Bella Vista was started in 1965 by Dr. John Cooper, who had built a Cherokee village out in eastern Arkansas and looked for a place to start another retirement village, and he found Bella Vista up north here, and he, uh, he bought the property, and he built a big clubhouse, and he built the, the golf courses, and uh, he sent notices up north to people, and he said, come on down. You can have three days and two nights for free in Bella Vista. All you have to do is we want to take you around and show you the place and maybe you'll buy something. And people came. They came to Bella Vista and they took their three days and two, uh, three days and two nights and they took the tour and they saw the clubhouse and they saw the golf courses and they saw the beauty of northwest Arkansas that we, that we enjoy today and, and many of them bought property. And then when they went back to Iowa, went back to Minnesota, wherever they came from, they could see the place where they're going to retire. Because that was a a pre-retirement tour. And as the time came closer and closer for them to retire, they could see in their mind's eye where they could see where they were going to be. They weren't there. But from Iowa, or Nebraska, and Minnesota, they could see it from there because they had taken the pre-retirement tour. The book of Revelation, from which we read last week and this week, is a, is a pre-retirement tour. Especially the chapter 21 and 22. Remember that the book of Revelation is written to people who are under persecution and the purpose of the book of Revelation is to encourage people. And for me, the theme of the book of Revelation is in the one sentence in chapter 2, be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. That, for me, that's, that's what it's all about. Now, people get all hung up in, in all the, the wild pictures. And, and the book of Revelation, it's not a Rembrandt, it's a Picasso. Okay, how many have been to Chicago and seen seen the Picasso statue? In, in okay, how many of you like it? I don't understand. I don't understand Picasso's art because Picasso's art is not pictorial; it's it's emotive. And in the same way, the Book of Revelation is not a is not a a, a picture album. It's, it's visions, and it's it's a Picasso. It just gives you this wonderful feeling. And so for last week and this week, we have been reading from the book of Revelation because in, in these pictures, John is giving the Christians who are under persecution, he's giving them a pre-retirement tour and encouraging to be, to be faithful. Be faithful unto death, he said, and I will give you the crown of life. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven. Now, can you see this? You have to see it. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And now this part. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Death will be no more. No mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the first things have passed away. Be faithful unto death. And I will give you the crown of life. Now today's reading. And in the spirit he carried me away to a great high mountain. And showed me the holy city. See he wasn't there yet but he could see it from there. He showed me the holy city. Coming down out of heaven from God. It has the glory of God. And a radiance like a very rare jewel, like a, like a jasper, which is probably a diamond, clear as crystal. It has a great high wall with 12 gates, and at the gates 12 angels. And on the gates are ascribed the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. And the wall of the city has 12 foundations. Can you see it? It has 12 foundations, and they are the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And the angel who, had, who talked to me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city in the skates, and the city was four square. Its length was the same as its width, and he measured the city with his rod. It was 1,500 miles on a side. That's like from New York to Chicago. Can you see it? 1,500 miles square coming down from heaven like a bride adorned for her husband at twelve gates and the 12 the 12 uh, at and the 12 gates are 12 pearls each of the gates is a single pearl and the city is pure and the street of the city is pure gold the, the, the streets are as gold and they are as transparent as glass. Can you see it? See, this, is a, this is a pre-retirement tour. But what we know is it's better than that. Because John is just telling us he's, he's making it as, as, as marvelous as he can. For example, the pearly gates. Every gate is one pearl. How big was the oyster? (laughs) It's fantastic. And he writes this to the people who are suffering. And he gives them this pre-retirement tour. And he says, be faithful. Be faithful unto death. And I will give you the crown of life. And this is where you're going. The pre-retirement tour. Another story. Teddy Roosevelt was in Africa. He had been um, hunting. He bagged all his animals and he came to the ship to go back to America. And as he came to the ship, they rolled out a red carpet. And the band played and the mayor came and gave a big speech to welcome Teddy Roosevelt onto this boat and when he got on the boat they gave him the best table and the best cabin and throughout the trip people paid a lot of attention to Teddy Roosevelt on the same ship there was a missionary he had served 40 years in Africa preaching Jesus but when he came up the gangplank there was no band nobody came to meet him And there were no speeches. They gave him a cabin way down in the the bowels of the ship. And they gave him a little table way over in the corner. And nobody paid attention to the missionary on the trip, boat trip from Africa to the United States. When they got to New York and Roosevelt was ready to leave the red carpet came out again. And the band played. And the mayor came. And he gave a big speech welcoming Teddy Roosevelt back to America. But, but when the missionary got off, there was nothing. There was no red carpet. There was no speech. There was no nothing. He just left. The missionary went to a, a small hotel in downtown New York where he was going to spend the night. And then he would get on the train to go where he was going to retire. And as he sat in his room that night, he thought about the injustice of it all. How Roosevelt had been in Africa killing animals, and he had been in Africa for 40 years preaching Jesus Christ. Roosevelt had gotten all the attention, he had gotten no attention, and he got down on his knees and said, Dear God, there's something wrong here. There's, there is injustice here. Because Roosevelt has just been killing animals and people are paying attention to him when he came home. But when I came home, there was nothing. And the voice of God came back and said, missionary, you're not home yet. You're not home yet. I'm not home yet. We're not home yet. When I take this pre-retirement tour in the book of Revelation, every year it becomes more and more meaningful to me because I just celebrated my 80th birthday. And I'm closer to my retirement home than I've ever been before and these pictures are more meaningful to me because that's where I'm going but we're not there yet and so we're concerned now about what do we do now before we retire well I can list all the the usual suspects all the things that, that we encourage Christians to do we can love one another. We can practice forgiveness. We can give mulligans, if you remember last week. We can serve. We can give. But We can, we can do all of that stuff. But when I think about what can we do until we go home, I pick up a word from, from the book of Revelation where John, Jesus said, Be faithful. Be faithful unto death. And if you want an overarching picture of what you and I can do before we retire, it's to be faithful. Be faithful Christians. Because we really know what that means, don't we? We know what it means to be a Christian and we know what it means to be a a faithful Christian. Because we know that there are people coming behind us. And when we're gone, what will they remember? Well, I would think they will remember our faithfulness. Little ones like this, what will they remember? They'll remember if, whether or not we're, we've been faithful. And teenagers, what will they remember? I'm not a you're, <laughs> you're close. You were a teenager. Yeah. You're younger than I am. <laughs> She's
2: younger than-
1: but see, it's, it's, it's the faithful witness that we need to do before we go home. Let's do this. And so I've got a, I've, I've got a song that I'm just going to play that, that says it all. And the name of the song is May Those Who Come Behind Us Find Us Faithful. You got it? May those who come behind us Find us faithful. said, Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Amen.